bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. Called a culinary guru by the New York Times and inducted into the Who's Who of Food and Beverage in America Hall of Fame, Dory Greenspan is the author of 10 cookbooks. Her last cookbook, Around My French Table, was on the New York Times bestseller list and cookbook of the year in 2010. And her new cookbook that's just out, Baking Chez Moi, Recipes from My Paris Home to Your Home Anywhere, is already number one. I looked on Amazon just before we came on the air. It was number one in the, uh, of all the French uh, cookbooks. This was the number one, and I think it was number three in cookbooks overall. So we're really thrilled to have Dory Greenspan with us today. So thanks, Dory, for coming on. I'm so happy to be with you, Lori. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, you know, I love French cooking. I'm afraid of French food to to make it. And I just want to tell anyone, this cookbook that you've created is absolutely beautiful. Um, I I just had some some quick notes to to let people know. When you take the dust cover off of books a lot of times, it's just a plain book. Your book is so beautiful. When you take the dust cover off, it's still a heavy, quality, beautiful book that could go on anyone's coffee table. It's an absolute work of art. And so I I just wanted to let everyone know in case I forgot about that. Just really what what a beautiful, uh, uh, really cooking art book you created. Thank you. You know, I didn't know the the um the actual cover under the desk cover was a surprise for me. And so when I got my hard copy and I went to peek and I saw that, I was so delighted. And if you flip the book over, it's not the same on the back. It's so great. It's just a little surprise. Absolutely. It's just it's just it you're right. It, it's just absolutely beautiful and I just can't wait to to share it with people. How long did it take you to really put this book together? Well, the I I've been working on it steadily for 5 years, but sometimes I think I've been working on it ever since I went to Paris for the very first time, which is now oh, more than 40 years ago. Um, I went to Paris and just fell in love with the country. And the first thing that I put in my mouth was a strawberry tart. And I knew that I had to know more about French French pastry. But what's, the recipes in the book are, I hesitate to call them French pastry. Um, I think of them, and, and for me, for all the years that I've you know been visiting Paris, I've been living um, part-time in Paris for almost 20 years. And even for me, this kind of baking was a surprise. This is like the, the parallel universe to what we think of as French pastry, the pastries we see in, in, in beautiful, you know, polished French pastry shops. This is, I've been calling it French comfort baking because this is what French people make at home for their families for the people they love. When they have a dinner party, they go out and they buy one of those fancy pastries from one of those beautiful pastry shops. When it's just family and just really close friends, they make things that are really delicious and simple. 
And those are the recipes in Baking Chamois. Well, you know, it, and, and it says that in your introduction, and that really caught me as well, because a lot of times people can feel, or at least people like me kind of feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. with with um, French baking, but it says real French people don't bake. At least they don't bake anything complicated, finicky, tricky, or unreliable. That's right up my alley. I couldn't have been more <laughs> thrilled to read that. Thank you. But, you know, it's really the truth. And it, as I said, it took me it took me a while to understand this. And also, for all the years that I was baking, I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to do things that were complicated, elaborate. I was a project baker. I would spend an entire weekend baking. And I had the funniest experience in Paris. Um, I had invited some of my French friends for dinner. Oh, I'm sorry. That's... I invited some of my French friends for dinner, and they um, we had a whole dinner, and at the end of it, I brought out this chocolate cake that was several layers, and it had chocolate filling and raspberries and a ganache on top, and I brought it out, and a friend said, where did you buy that? And I said, I made it. And they said, <laughs> universally, they said, Why? They couldn't understand why anyone would do this. This is why there are pastry shops. You buy these kinds of pastries. What they make is very simple and completely, completely delicious. Well, everything in the book looks absolutely uh, just, you just want to eat it or lick the pages. It really should be a scratch and sniff book. In fact, you should do that next time because you really just want to eat the things off the pages. In fact, one of the things that stuck right out to me is the olive oil and wine cookies. And I looked through it. doesn't look complicated. It looks like even someone like me could do that. And they just they sound so, so warm and, and uh, tasty. And I'm actually, it inspired me to make them myself. Oh, I'm Nothing could make me happier. I believe I'm like a baking evangelist. I want everyone in the kitchen baking. I would love for you to make those. And you know, there are well, two I'm going. It's, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to go try ahead. to make them this weekend. I, well, I was going to say I'm going to try to make them this weekend. If I do, I'll tweet you a picture. Please, please. So there are two. That recipe is um, a Provencal recipe, and, or really, really from the south of France. And the recipe right on the page after it is canestrelli and it comes from corsica it was um leticia who's this a server in one of my favorite bistros in paris the bistro paul bear um she gave me this recipe um she comes from corsica she's very proud of corsican cuisine and she said you can't write a french book without something from corsica and that's also an olive oil and wine cookie but where um the other cookie, the one that you're talking about, um, has white wine or a dessert wine, a sweet wine. Hers has white wine and um, pica. Um, sorry, a white wine and pastis, which is um, an anise, like a licorice alcohol. Mm. It's very, mm-hmm. yeah, very, very popular in Corsica. So they're kind of similar cookies, both fun to make, both really, really easy to make. Well, I'm going to turn the page and look at that one, highlight that one as well. Who samples all of this stuff for you, or do, do you taste how, – how do you not weigh 300 pounds um, cooking like this and baking like this and, and just having these lovely things in your home all the time? Well, first of all, I practice something that I call bake and release. So I, <laughs> I 
I bake everything and and taste and I save things so that I can freeze them and see how they'll hold. Um, But I also, I'm a sharer. I always share what I bake. But, you know, these recipes were either gathered in France um, from friends, from pastry chefs, from, you know, my being, seeing things in in shops that I've loved and trying to recreate them. Um, but they, So they were all gathered in France, but they were all tested in America, using American ingredients. I tried as hard as I could, and I succeeded 99% of the time to use ingredients that we can all buy in American supermarkets so we can get the French taste with American ingredients. And then everything was after I had gotten the recipes to where I thought they were just right. Um, they were given to my tester, um, Mary Dodd, who made them all over again and who also shared them. I'm so lucky. She has two little kids who belong to every sports team you can imagine. So um, she was able to give away all of her samples to all the teams. So I got lots of feedback on what people um, liked. Oh, that is great. That is, that was some very lucky sports teams. <laughs> yes. Now, um, Julia Child, she really exposed the everyday homemaker to eating elegant food and really inspired home home chefs that, that this type of food wasn't as difficult as as we thought it to be. Have are, are are you still seeing that working in every day with with everyday homemakers still coming into the realm after the Julia Child era of of learning about French cooking and, and French pastries? I'm seeing a lot of young people baking and cooking and being very interested in other cuisines. And there's a group that started, there's a group called Tuesdays with Dory. I didn't start it. It was started by a young mother in um, Pittsburgh. And it's been going now for about seven years, I guess. And the group um, started so that they could bake their way through Baking from My Home to Yours, a book that goes in six, book of mine. And they baked through that. They cooked through Around My French Table, my last book. And now they're going to start baking through Baking Chez Moi. So it's a virtual, it's an online baking club. And it's so interesting to me to see the people who are baking. They come from all over the country, and we have a lot of international members as well. And most of the people who started baking um, with the group started because they couldn't bake and they wanted to learn and they thought if they challenged themselves to be part of the group and to make something every week, they would learn. And they did and they're so... Whenever I travel on book tour, I get to meet some members of Tuesdays with Dory and they're all so proud of themselves. And I think that's one of the things about baking, the satisfaction that you get from making something with your hands that's wonderful and that you can share. And so I see more and more and more people, particularly young people, being interested in learning to bake and learning the recipes of other cultures. 
makes me yeah, very you know, happy. Yeah, you know, I, I would imagine, and, and I can agree with that. It seems like that we went through a phase of, of – of baking and then that kind of dropped off for a while and and I think you even kind of mentioned that with some of your friends why didn't you just buy it and now we're kind of seeing people going back to making things at home again and of course we all know that really the best comes from home I mean you know where it's made you know how it's made you know the ingredients that that would into it and I think we're discovering that it's it's not quite as difficult as maybe our imaginations have led it to be. You know, I think in some ways, I think baking is, I know this sounds heretical, but um, I think baking is easier than cooking. If you have a good recipe for something that you're baking, you follow it. In cooking, there's always that judgment call, season to taste, salt to taste, you know, but, you know, the the steak should be, oh, it should feel like the heel of your hand. Really? Um, I think there are so many questions in cooking, and um, I think you can trust baking. I know that I know it sounds strange, and I know that a lot of people are um, a little a little wary of baking, but um, it really is follow the instructions, and you will succeed. And it's also a I think of it as a skill that can be learned. You know, you make something the first day, you learn it. You make something else the second day, you're learning more about the process. Um, I just, I want everyone to bake because I feel like it just makes you feel so good. And it makes people so happy to be given something that's homemade. And and it does inspire a sense of pride because the second that I decided I wanted to make the olive oil and wine cookies, I'm like, and as soon as I do, the first person I'm going to tell is Dory, because if I can pull this off, I want her to be proud of me. <laughs> and, Lori, I will be. I'm even proud of you now for wanting to do it. So you're ahead. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, that just sounded so good to me. And I thought, if I could pull this off, and it didn't, I went through all the ingredients, I knew what everything was. There wasn't anything that, you know, I had to look up, you know, on the on Google to try to translate for me. It was all very simple. And I thought I could be a star in my little group because I've never had an olive oil and wine cookie. But if I show up with that, people are really going to take notice. And I intend for that to happen this holiday season. <laughs> terrific, terrific. And after you do that, one of my favorite recipes in the book, and it's a super simple one, it's a great recipe for a beginning baker, um, are the custardy apple squares. So they're just sliced apples. Um, I have a mandolin, so I use it to cut the apples, but you can do it by hand. So sliced apples and then mixed just, you know, in a bowl with a whisk, no machines. It's a batter that's just, you know, flour, butter, sugar, eggs. It's um, kind of your basic, basic, basic. I call it a back pocket recipe because you probably have everything in your kitchen now. And so you just mix this batter. It's almost like a crepe batter. Um, Put the apples in. Get them coated with it. Put the whole thing in a pan, put it in the oven, and 50 minutes later, you have the best dessert. And it's really one of these recipes that if you're not sure of yourself as a baker, you make this and you will feel great. It will be wonderful to share, and you'll want to bake again the following day. It's a a good beginning recipe. Well, this cookbook has made me want to do that because you you have it broken down, simple cakes, fancy cakes, tarts, 
um, and galettes, uh, uh, baby cakes and petite pastries, cookies and bars, and all of it is just uh, uh, fruit and creams and frozen desserts and candies. There's something for everybody in it. And I started, as as I was going through um, a week or so ago, kind of marking the things that I like. And it ended up looking like, I don't know, some type of crazy law catalog or something because like I was studying for the bar because I had so many different things marked and uh, my husband says are you going to make all his eyes got really big are you going to make all of those I'm like well I don't know let's not get crazy but um but I did find some things that and you know the first step's the hardest (laughs) so when I pull Hmm. off one I think I'll just go on and 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 keep going with with the others because you've showed me what what it should look like and even the presentation um was beautiful and but that didn't even look that difficult um on on the presentation level either because I'm always worried you know how much is presentation and how much is taste but you really had them on really you know a lot of simple presentation discs and they just looked beautiful you know i think it's interesting that you talk about presentation um it's something that i don't give much thought to i think and this is just you know my own my own style i feel like what you bake is beautiful enough I don't I, I don't like to decorate things. So I might put a you know, some chocolate on top of something or I might, you know, dust something with powdered sugar. But I love a plain cake. I love an unadorned tart. I feel like the the just baked look of something, the very homey handmade look is lovely. It shows off the textures. The colors are never even. So I love that too where something might be a little darker around the edges. I just find this kind of of dessert, these homemade desserts, to be beautiful when they're plain. Well, it really struck me when I was looking through the the book. There was nothing that really detracted from that. It was just the food and how beautiful each each little cake and pastry looked and the candy and it, it it just it was just it was just so well done and i wanted to ask you i was reading um in the dedication for michael and joshua with love and i thought there's got to be a story for her to dedicate this book to michael and joshua i want to know who michael and joshua are well i i won't i probably won't come as a surprise to you that michael is my husband and joshua is my son and we're we're a little family and we're a very close family and they are they are my cheerleaders they're always they're always interested in what i'm doing they're always excited about what i'm doing and they make what i'm doing so much nicer for me to do it I'm very lucky. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very yeah, lucky. And, and, so. Well, and they're lucky, too, because they're getting to sample a lot of this food as well. Oh, they get to sample it. When Joshua was growing up, his school teachers always got um, something baked for Thanksgiving and something baked for Christmas. And um, there was always, you know, the bake sale in school, and Joshua would say, Mom, what are you going to make? What are you, everybody wants to know what you're going to make. Um, so it was, it was, you know. <laughs> It was it was fun, you know. He was very he was very proud of what um, what I was doing, and he's still proud of it. So that's nice. Wow. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, and you're you're about to embark or, um, on a book tour, 
and that has a lot of moving pieces to it as well. And you're not only coming to Seattle, but you're, you're going many, many places. And, and people can keep up with you at DoryGreenspan.com. You have a beautiful website, which um, is no surprise after seeing the quality of, of your books. But um, people can go to DoryGreenspan.com, and they can see if you're coming, and you probably are because you're going to be very busy, to a city near them. Well, that's right. And I'm coming to Seattle. Um, I'll be doing an event at Book Larder um, November 3rd. I'll be signing books at Watson Kennedy on November 4th. And earlier that day, I'll be working with the pastry chef and doing a demo at um, Tom Douglas's Hot Stove Society. Um, so that's November but we 4th. all know Tom around here. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. I'm a I'm a New Yorker and I know Tom. Um, so I'm really, I'm, you know, I love Seattle and I'm so looking forward to to being there in a few days. Um, and Lori, as you said, yes, I'm going. I'll be in ten cities. So my whole tour, and you, I like when you said there are a lot of moving parts. There are, and I'm one of them. Um, so that's the the. The tour is up on my on my website, and I would love to meet your listeners um, in whatever city they're in. That sounds really oh. good. Well, you know, Seattle's becoming a foodie city just like so much of the world, uh, and we're really happy to have people like Tom Douglas and then yourself uh, coming and sharing and tapping into that interest that, that is just really here. Um, there's there's just been such an explosion in, in the city with food and wine and pastries and baked goods and um, and really not only Northwest food, but, but food from around the world everybody's really wanting to find locally. And we're just thrilled that you can come and share that with us. And, I are, and I've looked on these websites, and a lot of them are almost sold out. And, um, you know, there's only so many people that can fit in bookstores and in different places. And so... If you're going to go, get there early. Find out if you have to um, sign up in advance because Dory is very, very popular. Her Tuesdays with Dory girls are probably following her around. Well, I, there, there are some Tuesdays with Dory members in Seattle, and I'm looking forward to to meeting them and actually seeing them again. I was in Seattle last year and got to see a bunch of them. So um, I love Seattle. I just, I love Seattle. Um, my husband used to um, go to Seattle for business once a year, and I always tagged along because I love the city so much. So I'm, I'm looking forward to being there next week. Well, we are happy to have you. And I was really just thrilled that you could come on, Dory, and especially for a, a, a beginning baker like myself to just have the opportunity to not only have this beautiful cookbook that we talked about earlier and really how it could be a coffee table book. It's 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 so just a piece of art. But to be able to talk with you and and and, and share these these few minutes is, is is very special to me as well. Well thank you and thank you for inviting me on. Now Lori, I don't want your copy of my book Baking Chamois on your coffee table. <laughs> I want it I want it in your kitchen. When, when I want to see a picture of it with chocolate marks on it and butter splatters, <laughs> and I, I want to see baking chamois used shayu. I want to see it looking <laughs> like it's been in the kitchen. 
in my home. Sure. It will be. It, it's going to go right there. It's probably going to be covered in, I'm not going to take a picture of myself when I make the olive oil and wine cookies because I'll probably have flour all over me. But um, I will send you, I will make those cookies and I will send you a picture and I will keep this. It, well, it's all marked. So my husband actually thinks he's going to be getting like, I think there's what, there's six or 700 recipes. He actually thinks he's probably going to get about 599 of them. So um, <laughs> I do have my work cut out for me. <laughs> Well, I've opened him. I've, I've I've opened a door he's never seen before. <laughs> well, I'm I'm excited about this, and just you know, tweet me um, a picture of what you've made him. You know, at Lori Greenspan, and I'm going to look forward to it. All right. Well, I will do that, and I will put it. Uh, I will tweet it to you, and I will even probably put it on my Facebook site for everybody who's listening to be able to now. It might not look as good as Dory's, but I think it will taste as good. Because, I mean, well, I'm not going to say how bad could I mess it up, but I don't think I can because you inspired me when you said that real French people don't make anything complicated. So I was like, hey, bring it on. Lori, you can do it and enjoy doing it. Just enjoy it. Have fun. Well, thank you. And everyone can keep up with Dory at DoryGreenspan.com. You can buy this book at wherever fine books are sold it's available on amazon barnes and noble uh, and at your local support your local bookstores because they they will have it and you can pick it up and feel it and and look at it but whatever you have to do make sure you get this book because it's absolutely beautiful and it's not difficult if i could do it anybody can do it thanks dory for coming on i really really had a fun time with you me too thanks Lori. all right bye-bye take care all right, we just want to thank Dory Greenspan again for coming on. The book is Baking Chez Moi, Recipes from Paris, from My Paris Home to Your Home Anywhere. And thank you for joining us. Get out and bake something. Tweet me a picture. I'm at iGuestInfo, I-G-U-E-S-T Info. You can tweet Dory, Dory at Dory Greenspan, and let her know as well. And let's all see if we can impress our friends this holiday season. Thanks a lot for listening, and you can join us anytime at Northwest Prime on Facebook. Have a great day.